something wasn't right. I had all these mixed emotions and feelings running through my head. Things were going okay, but I found myself feeling gloomy, restless, even anxious. It was so confusing. On top of that, I felt edgy. I knew something was off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Then it dawned on me. Oh, that's what it is. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering why nothing you try as a parent is working? Are you searching for adoption resources and a support team but can't find any? Hi neighbor, welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and ambassador of encouragement. I too felt the joy of having a family of my own. I wish we could be like other adoptive families. I knew we were doing our best, but nothing seemed to work. I kept asking myself, why is this happening to us? Life can be tough. Storms in life are inevitable. In Anchors of Encouragement, my mission is to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and be your anchor, to offer biblical mindset support and provide stability when life gets unstable. If you're ready for real and raw talk that leads to peace beyond comprehension so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, this podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi, neighbor. Welcome to another episode of Anchors of Encouragement. Have you ever felt gloomy, restless, maybe even anxious at times? Or maybe you've felt confused and even edgy. Maybe not all of these at once, but chances are you've felt these at some point in your life. Recently, I was feeling all of these. Things were going well. And then it dawned on me. That's what it is. I was a few days away from the anniversary of my mom's passing. I knew it was getting close. But I didn't anticipate feeling this way before the day. In episode 19, I shared the story of when she passed. Let me just recap a little bit of that for you. She was in the hospital after a lengthy illness. But my brother, sister, and I fully anticipated, as mom did too, that after a period of time in rehab, she would make a full recovery. It was a Friday morning when I got the call from my sister. She was at the hospital with my brother and she said, you better get here. As I was getting off the elevator, I remember hearing over the intercom, Code Blue, Park 5. I knew it was mom. As I rounded the corner, I saw a nurse running toward the end of the hall where her room was. And I said, that's my mom. When I got into the room, there was a staff, a medical team around her, administering CPR. My brother and sister were off to the side. After what seemed like an eternity, my mom's heart started beating again. We were soon informed by the doctor that that wasn't going to last long. Mom was too far gone, and it would be a matter of minutes before she passed. With my brother, sister, and I surrounding her bed, my brother holding one hand and 
me the other. We were with mom when she took her last breath. That was a difficult day. I saw things I couldn't unsee, but things I would rather not remember. Unfortunately, my body remembered them. If you have ever been through any kind of grief or trauma, your body does not forget. You might try the best in your ability to forget those things, but your body does not forget. It doesn't have to be physical trauma. It could be emotional trauma like I experienced. How does a person navigate those difficult times when grief or trauma rears its head? What's the solution? I've hinted at it already. Let me spell it out for you now. I want to encourage you to grab a pen and paper and write these letters down vertically as I read these words to you. Write the first letter for each of these words. Gloomy, the letter G. Restless, the letter R. Anxious, the letter A. Confused, the letter C. And edgy, the letter E. They spell the word grace. And I can imagine some of you thinking you want to talk about grace but you have started this episode with all of these negative feelings and emotions. The reason I did that is because these negative feelings and emotions make it necessary for the person feeling them to show themselves some grace. This podcast is Biblical Mindset Support for Adoptive Parents. As a believer, I imagine most of the people in this audience are thinking about the Bible definition for grace, that is, unmerited or undeserved favor. I fully believe in grace, but that's not the grace I want to talk about today. There's another definition for grace, which can be summed up in one word, kindness. Most people, me included, are willing to show grace or kindness to everyone but ourselves. When somebody's going through a difficult time, be it trauma or grief or whatever, we're willing to show that kind of grace to them, but not to ourselves. Why is that? I'm not sure that I have a good answer for you. But I want to stress to you that whenever you're going through difficult times, trauma, grief, or whatever, you need to show grace or kindness to yourself. I want to consider with you now five ways you can show this kind of grace to yourself. We're going to use the word that you wrote vertically, the word grace. I'm going to share these ways, these steps in a different order, but you can write them out from the word that you already have on your paper. The first way to show grace to yourself will use the letter A. You need to be aware. You need to be aware of what's going on. That's what happened to me. I took a step back and I thought, okay, that's what's the anniversary's approaching. This is what's happening. So awareness is a big key. Now I have a second one for this letter, 
once you're aware of what's happening, you need to accept it. There's no going around it. You need to own it. Understand this is what's happening. And just accept it. But that leads to the second step. For the letter C. To show yourself grace. Have some compassion for yourself. This is what's going on. This is why you're feeling the way you feel. So have some compassion for yourself. And be considerate of yourself. There's a reason your body remembered something. It was something that wasn't pleasant. So have some compassion and be considerate for yourself. And when you do that, and this is what I did, once I realized it, that that awareness sunk in and I accepted it, I decided to have some compassion and consideration for myself. The third way, I went through this for the letter E. I took a breath. I just exhaled. There was no reason to fight it. This is why I was feeling the way I was feeling. So just take a deep breath. Exhale. And when you do that, number four, be gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. This, there's a reason this happened to you. So be gentle with yourself. And when you've gone through all four of these steps, and you get to the fifth one, and this is what I did for the letter R, I decided I needed some respite. I needed to rest for a little bit. There was no sense trying to push through anything. I needed a break. I needed some respite. So that's what I did. Let's get to your daily doable and build on these five steps a little more. Whenever you realize you need grace, and you're going to realize that by how you feel, maybe you're feeling gloomy, restless, anxious, confused or edgy, when you're feeling that way, that should be a good indicator that you do need some grace. You need to show yourself some grace. When you're feeling that way, try to determine why. Look for that awareness. Ask yourself questions. What could be causing this? When you realize it, accept it, and then show yourself some compassion. There's a reason you're feeling this way. And then be considerate of yourself. When you've done that, take a deep breath, exhale, and be gentle with yourself. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. How can I show myself respite in this situation? You need to take a break. Find ways that you can show respite for yourself. I hope this episode has encouraged you. I know in my life, when I start to feel out of sorts, I work through these steps to determine what's going on. And when I understand it, then I can face it head on. It's better to deal with it than to ignore it. Work through these steps. Take a break. Get some respite. Things will be better later. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. 
So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now 